Yo, guess who's black again? It's your boy, Air Breezy, baby, a.k.a. LaBreeze Black. And I am coming from Koreatown at my home studio. <laughs> it today is, what's today? Uh, Wednesday, West Coast Wednesday at that. Let's go, baby. That's what I'm talking about. It is December 22nd. I just seen The Matrix, y'all. But anyway, we got to get to the intro to the show. My bad. I want to get too far ahead. But this is the old niggas that had a podcast where all of your dreams come true. Nah, I was playing. But, um, nah, you know, I got a special guest on the show today. And uh, we actually went to the same alma mater, H-U. H-U. You know. Um, this young lady is a choreographer, a businesswoman, entrepreneur, a teacher, a motivator, a boss, a bit. Nah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She from Harlem, New York. Harlem, stand up. Where you at, Harlem World? Stand up. You know what I'm saying? I got my girl, none other than Adia Imani. Say hello to the people. Hello, world. Peace. What's going on with you? How you feeling today? You know what? I'm feeling wonderful. Yeah, talking to that mic so we can see those. Blessed and highly favored. Yeah, close. Yeah, you got to have to eat the mic like you like. You know what I'm saying? So that people can hear you. Yeah, get on up in there. So I'm feeling wonderful. Thank you for asking. Still can't hear me? No, we can't. We just want to see the levels. You know what I'm saying? I see. This is the whole science behind this. See the little waveforms on the... Yes. Like mine, like hey, see that right there? Yeah. Oh. Ah, yeah. So you got to get in there. All right. Get in there. You from New York? How you gonna be quiet? Coming here all coy and quiet. Get out of here. Contrary to popular belief, I'm only loud when I want to be. I'm not loud all the time. Uh, well, this Excuse is not stereotype. Well, for the tech nerds out there, this is not a condenser mic. This is a dynamic mic, and. Uh, Try not to clip, so you gotta, you know, talk into it a little bit. You know oh, okay. Have to do more. <laughs> Say it with some conviction. Say it with your chest. So anyway, back to yeah. Tell the me show. about tell me about your life. What's so the whole thing for you listeners out there, the old niggas that had a podcast is really, it's kind of like a taboo thing. Like you think like when you're young and you look at somebody who's forty, it's like damn, them niggas old. Like they don't, they can't do nothing no more. You think your back is on, broke down, your knees is shot and everything, but that's really not true. It's kind of like you have like another reawakening, you know, about life and different things like that. And you, and we're not doing too shabby these days. Like I realized that the people back then, the reason that they look forty or look even if they was 35 or be, they look beyond that because of such oppression that they faced and all of the hardships they faced. Now we're not, we're not doing too shabby. You know what I'm saying? So we got like a lot, everything is like health, 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 right? <laughs> and people are exercising more, people taking care of themselves, they're drinking their water, eating the avocados, whatever they do, eating their kale to, to stay right, to look right. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of like more consciousness these days and not as much Jim Crow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's the whole thing behind the old niggas that added podcast for those of you who are just joining us. So yeah, that's what it is. So tell me about your still having itness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, that's really interesting, um, this whole concept of the show because I think that the older um we get, the more we realize you're really not that old and it's all about taking good care of yourself That's real. and your mindset you're really only as old as your mindset um and that being said you have a lot of older people 
who have not matured in a lot of ways and you have some young people who've been through a lot and it shows so really the whole purpose uh in life is to just take good care of yourself and to be happy and focus on doing the things that you love and yeah that's how you get your glow up it gets better with age people start to make more money mm-hmm. in their 40s and 50s people yep. enter marriages in their 40s so you know it's a, <laughs> it's a new day it's a new day yeah that's gonna be me <laughs> yeah me too yeah, your boy just hit that that <laughs> That forty yard line, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, <clears throat> um, well, not me, but you know. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. You know, you you mentioned forty. I'm 40s getting and, up there. Yeah, we are. Thankfully, you know what I'm saying. A lot of people didn't make it. Shout out Brianna right, Taylor, Sandra Bland, Trayvon Martin, all of them. Freddie Gray. You know what I'm saying. All of our lost ones, young ones too, man. It's like really sad. Um, and all of the countless names we'll never know. Too. For real, like, man. So yeah, that's true. It's all about your attitude having an attitude of gratitude keeps you really young mm, definitely yeah and that, you got to practice that you got to make a choice to do that because it's so easy to complain because i i have to catch myself i stay doing that you know what i'm saying but uh, count your blessings before you count your dollars i heard Chalib Kwali say in the rhyme just today and i was like hey that's deep so yeah money doesn't equate to happiness we put so much emphasis on money um but even moving out <laughs> right. here because Like Breezy said, I'm from New York, but coming to L.A. over the years, I've seen quite a bit, um, Mm -hmm. even on the Hollywood scene. um, And I know that money doesn't equate to happiness. Mm -hmm. And really what everybody's chasing is love, to be honest. I mean, there's money. Yeah. But then again, it's not enough. People still just want love at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's always a good idea to have your own money, man or woman. So well, yeah, it's yeah. it's up there with air. It's not everything, but you know, having money not Shit. everything, but not having it is. Man. Shout out to Ye. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, did you see the Ye and Drake concert? I <laughs> really would have loved to uh, have gone, but uh, mm-hmm. I did see it on Amazon. But they mm-hmm. cut out um, mm-hmm. a lot of Drake's performance, right? I'm not What's sure. That about? I don't know if they did. I I didn't know. I just uh, bless you. Um, Excuse me. Can't be sneezing while we on oh. here. I swear, <laughs> I'm messing with you. Um, I'm allergic to be a snowflake. Oh, <laughs> wow! It's not what you were saying, but you know that that whole. Um, I watched it on Amazon, mm-hmm. and Drake really wasn't in it. I mean, you know, I watched it I live, so oh, I okay. saw more of it. I don't know. I don't know what you saw, but I don't know. You know, you probably saw. Did you see it after, like the day no, after? No, I'm saying I saw it on uh, on Amazon. Yeah. You saw it I on saw Amazon? a few days ago, so. Oh, yeah, no. I saw it that night while it was live. And while I waited an hour and a half for How? The Amazon Prime went live? It was live, homie. because oh. And it's right down the street from where I live yeah. at the Coliseum. Yeah. So uh, my homegirl, two of my homegirls singing the, the um, Sunday service choir. And two of my people was actually there. Thanks so. for the invite. Yes, you just. Uh, invite to what? Right. I You had to, to pay the, to get to in the, there. To the concert. You have to pay to get in. You know what? So I heard two things that you had to like pay, and that um, I also heard that it was free because it was a no. fundraiser. And I'm like, well, how are you raising the thing funds is if they, it's free? The it thing is, weird. they the way that they worded it on the the flyer was free. What what was it? Uh, Larry uh, Hoover. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that it was free, <laughs> and that's what yeah, I read I, it wrong too. So I get it, you know. So yeah, that's what my neighbor said. Sweet young. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So but what do you think about that, um, them raising funds to free this man in particular? When um, there's so many causes, why do you, like... Um, 
I just really kind of got familiar with the story in brief. Um, but I mean, I guess it's any. I guess anytime you're doing something good for another human being, I mean, it's not okay. it's not a waste. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. At least they're doing it for somebody's like um, what dignity. You know, like their own, like their personal whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? We we people this well, this world. This country, Hollywood or whatever, raises money for a whole lot more treacherous things. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, they really do. It was cool and the people were entertained. I felt good. I felt <clears throat> inspired from it. I you know, I love to see stuff like that and them coming together and I don't know. I mean, it was I, it was good all around for me. It's probably gonna be some critics, but I just I don't know. I I try not to be as too critical about too many things, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Especially when it's two of your favorite artists most popular artists in the world you know what i'm saying so gemini gang that choir was amazing yes and guess what so amazing that previous sunday i went to see sunday service the actual you know choir singing that was amazing so at an undisclosed (laughs) warehouse in downtown los angeles Oh, okay. but no yeah my girl was like hey you want to go sunday service and i was like yeah so that w- it was That's interesting. Awesome. Yeah. So So what else is on your heart? Are you ready for the holidays? What's what's going on? Are you how you I feeling? mean, I love how the holidays because of the vibe that it gives. Um but you know, as you get older, I don't want to say it has less meaning, but kind of. Mm-hmm. I think there's like this point in between um it having meaning and then you living whole, like single. Sorry, not to cut you. I can hear that chair. whole chair moving oh. while you, you hitting the <laughs> mic stand. My bad. <clears throat> so like when you're younger, obviously Christmas has significance. But then you get older and like, you know, you're single. You don't have a family yet. So it kind of loses meaning. Mm-hmm. But then um, once you have a family, it starts to have meaning again. So it's like that mm-hmm. weird middle point. I don't know if other young adults feel that way. Um, But I do love the way the holiday season feels. I love holiday movies. I love the lights, especially out here. It's like such a big thing, decorating in front of the homes. I saw this real elaborate (laughs) Mm, (laughs) decoration. Somebody put in a good $30,000. They had life-size nutcrackers and everything. It was crazy. They had Minnie Mouse out there, Cookie Monster. It was crazy. $30,000? Yeah. I mean, just something, a whole that's, lot of money. That's it dedication. Was just like, it looked yeah. like a department store that's dope. in front of their house. I was I mean, like, they damn. Got, they got that real Christmas spirit. Yeah. They're probably <clears throat> in Hollywood. They probably got that Christmas money, though, too. So, I mean, yes. they, they can. I would uh, love a gift from that family. Yeah. <laughs> they can afford to, like, have their mind on the consumer season, like, whereas, you know, thankfully, thankful for, for our blessings. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wish that all of us, like, who have struggled coming up like we didn't know what struggle was like we just knew like wealth you know what i'm saying kind of in a sense where we wouldn't have to be thinking about oh man this is coming up i gotta pay this or i, I wish i could just what no we getting there you know what i'm saying but i want to just flow into the season where it's like money anything you know what i'm saying oh yeah you're not, you're not thinking about all of that stuff you're like heck yeah let's put up these lights let's spend this on these lights let's do that yeah and also let's serve some people too at the same time while we doing all of that so <coughs> shout out to that um yeah what else is on your heart you you got anything you want to talk about today because i know we just kind of kicking it you know what i'm saying but you know that's the thing i like to do that so that like it's organic and it 
the conversation flows by osmosis you know like you can i can i can pick it up and you know i can lead you and then you can just say whatever's on your heart or whatnot like that so yeah what's, um, what's next you can ask me some questions if that's how you want to do it <laughs> you um said something really interesting about um giving right because i think that at the end of the day most of us i don't say all but mostly all of us desire to have more to have more money mm. and to lead these like really grand lives but why do we want more money well, I What's mean, that's that how you that's how you're able to live a better quality life. It's as simple as that. Mm. You know, again, it doesn't make people happy, which is why, um, like you said, you were mm. talking about the Talib Kweli lyrics mm -hmm. um, and you do have to count your blessings. Like you have to remember the love first before you count the dollars, because pe I've seen a lot of people have the dollars, mm -hmm. but they don't have the love or even the self love. And so that's mm. really important because that's just how we would design before there was even such thing as a dollar bill like humans have always desired um, and been here to offer love um, and to be loved but um, why do we want more yeah to lead to live better quality lives I mean nobody really wants to be waking up every day mm -hmm. doing something they really don't love spending 40 hours a week minimum um, living someone else's dream right or contributing mm -hmm. to their purpose um, Meanwhile, we have less hours to focus on ours. But you mentioned service, and that's really the point that I wanted to get at is um, service is really important, like giving back to people, those who are less fortunate, spending time. I think that's like a great formula to receive more. Yes, giving you shall receive. <laughs> Very true. It's a, a good law in place, you know what I'm saying? And. Uh, I try to give as much as possible, you know, uh, I see somebody like less fortunate, you know, and I'm just like, you know what, man, they need it more than me. And you, you're going to get it back. You're going to get it back double portion, maybe, you know, some 30, 60, 100 fold. You know what I'm saying? So you can never be afraid to give or give your time. It don't always have to be a dollar bill. Give them a bottle of water, like whatever you got. God is going to honor that. He's going to he sees that he sees your heart. He sees the motive of your heart you know what i'm saying if that's all you got are you definitely gonna get the hookup somewhere somewhere yeah along the lines you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i'm actually just glad that it's not as cold like people in california don't know what cold is they think that this is oh my god yeah. like nigga you don't have on no north face you don't have on no layers tights under your clothes a scarf a beanie earmuffs uh, gloves but like, i'm not gonna lie this is my second time getting sick like before I lived here, and I visited last November, I got strep throat, and then I literally just got over tonsillitis, and mm. I came back from New York sick, mm -hmm. and that's why I'm trying to watch the stress, because sometimes it's not necessarily the weather, it's all the other things mm -hmm. that contribute to this, so I'm just, like, really big on my wellness, but um, for me, coming from New York, it's cold here, friend. This mm. is, it gets cold. You know why? Because it does this beautiful mm -hmm warm dance in the mm -hmm. afternoon <laughs> right. first of all the sun comes out at like 12 o'clock 12 o'clock yep then while it's four winter yeah the sun right. goes down at four yeah but you get sunshine for about two hours and then at nighttime it's like 30 degrees colder so mm. to me that's just kind of crazy and i always look at the weather app to mm -hmm. compare new york and la and a lot yeah. of times it's like really close but yeah it just but feels different a new it's york dry. 50 is not a la yes, 50 because so. the moisture is crazy yo. it makes it much worse hot or cold yo i opened up my mouth in dc and it was 50 and the cold hit my teeth and yeah. they say oh! yeah. <laughs> 
could probably yeah. go cold. It was really bad. So, um, yeah. yeah, this is a different type of 50. But the weather is just strange everywhere. Like, it's poured every week uh, within the last few weeks here. Which yeah, we need. The grass I mean, is yeah. growing. I mean, I mean you're going to need that for the springtime, and you won't appreciate the flowers and the, all the mm-hmm. beautiful things that happen. It's it's a part of life. This The circle, you know what I'm saying? Circle of life, you know. I have a question about some other weather here in L.A., though. So I was on the way to dinner last weekend with my girlfriends mm-hmm. um, because it's one of their birthdays. Um, she's also a transplant. She's from Chicago, moved here to L.A. Shout out stand up. Yeah, super cool. It's my girl. Uh, we head to Newport Beach, California. Yeah. To go to dinner. Where you don't need no mask at. Where you don't need any mask. You look crazy wearing one, actually. Yeah, really different vibes mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of people apparently work down there, like a lot of towns outside of L.A., um, because it's cheaper. You have a better quality of life, I think. You just have to get on that road and get stuck in traffic like mm-hmm. we did, which I'm like, damn, okay. But um, so I've been seeing and hearing a lot about like people getting robbed out here, and it's so sad because people will be in a restaurant at dinner, and people are pulling up like getting stuck up like while eating. So like, what's going on out here in this city? Like, tis the season to be robbing. I see. <laughs> like, um, LA is not a game. Yeah, I mean because every it's this spirit going around like of consumerism, and you know it's not money that's the problem it's like the root of all evil is the love of money and it's nothing that causes more evil than the lack of it so you get more you know you you get more crime you know you get all of that you know what i'm saying so i hope y'all heard that yeah it's it's creating all of this mischief and criminal activity because people don't have things they don't have a better quality of life so yeah that that answers my own question like why money because like when you get to a certain level of having money like Money's not even a factor anymore. I'm learning from, you know, like Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher, you know what I'm saying? He was like, money is not a thing no more. Like his time is valuable. His, t- his c- The currency is different on a, on that level, you know what I'm saying? But first thing you got to do is level up your mentality. That's the first thing. The battle was in the minds. And, you know, it's tough because so many things have, you know, nurtured us oppressively and, you know, traumas and different types of things in the environments like this. All kind of craziness. Like, I'm a product of certain things, too. You know what I'm saying? Thankfully, I've been able to come through that and transition out of certain things. But I see it, and it's it's very painful. So, Yeah, ah, it's true. It's frustrating. You know? I think that's a, um, a great point um, that you're making because, um, again, I'm having a really interesting experience living here. Mm-hmm. Right, because um, I think that a lot of people, when they think of L.A., first of all, it's a wonderful place to visit. It's a great place to vacation within the country, right? A lot of people come here for the beach, to turn up. There's so many things that you can mm-hmm. do here. Yeah. But um, it's just like even our experience at Howard University, mm-hmm. I think we can both agree that it's like one of the best things to have happened to us but mm. at the same time, it had its issues, right? And it continues to have its issues. Yeah, man. And so um, we can't talk about experiences um, in a one-sided fashion. Like, you, you have to be real and talk about things, like, holistically, right? Mm-hmm. So I love this town. It's beautiful. I actually came here to live a better quality of life, even though it's crazy and mm-hmm. there's always a lot of things happening. Um mm-hmm. 
I love LA for what it is. It's diverse. It's big. There's so many things happening, so many places to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know that like, you know, the crime is out of control. The poverty is out of control. The homelessness is the highest in the country. And so people <laughs> come here with this idea and impression that they're going to live this Hollywood life. And it's real shit happening here, you know, um, and it makes me want to get involved, too, because a lot of times people come to other cities just to take, take, take and to live this dream. And people who are from here really struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that. And, that's, and then it's that takers mentality, too. You know what I'm saying? The people who are committing these, you know, crimes or whatever, like. I feel bad for them that they even have to stoop to doing something like that, like in in a restaurant you know what i'm saying like that's that's bold that's it's bold and it's like sad because it's like how did you get to this place and like how come how come this nobody can't do nothing better for you for you to have you know grown up to have a giver's mentality that way you don't have to take you know what i'm saying what are you taking it for right like what do you it, it, it shows like how devalued you are inside of yourself it comes from a sense of unworthiness you know what i'm saying which is and you know, mm-hmm. also you said, why hasn't anyone helped them? And that's the thing. I think that, um, especially when we judge people, that's why I'm learning to be um, intentionally less judgmental. Because I think that it's that's also a part of human nature Empathy. to just like make judgments. Yeah, make but judgment, but yeah. two different things, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can be empathetic and care for people, but I'm talking about like not forming judgments because this is the thing. I think that. You know, even though we might have our issues, right, from our backgrounds or we're from wherever, mm-hmm. that we're, at the end of the day, we're pretty fortunate and privileged, especially to have made it to a place like Howard University. So a lot of, and a lot of people are not. Um, and so, yeah, remembering that, that like you are privileged and other people need help. And that's why it's important to give and to contribute and to teach and, yeah, get them while they're young, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm glad that you are <clears throat> that person who is pouring into the youths coming up, you know what I'm saying? Because they're always always going to remember, like, you know, like even if they make their own choices or whatnot, um, you planted a seed, and, <coughs> you know, somebody else hopefully will come along, bless you, um, Thank you, to, you know, cultivate and water that thing so that they blossom into a beautiful flower, you know? I've, right. I've probably took a lot of lessons from teachers who were like good and they they actually cared about me as a kid you know what i'm saying because kids can be cruel as hell especially when yes, you're a small kid you know what i'm saying and Absolutely. you get bullied and you don't know how to articulate those types of um feelings when you get home like you don't you just kind of like it just traumatizes you it affects you and you just have to like deal with it every day and you don't tell your parents unless it's like something like really really bad like you know what i'm saying you get a black eye or something but yeah, it's so true because I think children feel like they have to deal with things on their own or that it's normal to experience these things right. or that they might appear as blank mm-hmm. if they do tell. Um, yeah. But you're absolutely right. Children can be very mean, you know. <laughs> like you said, I'm an educator. I know that very well. Mm-hmm. And the the effed up part about it is that a lot of times when we look at adults, uh, traumatized adults, the bullies, the mean person, the abuser, um, a lot of them were the the bullied children, right? We think that it's about what adults experience, but a lot of times we're looking at trauma that um, from five years old, starting from five years old. 
I can't stand it all. It's just so. It's a lot. It's, t- it's too. It's way it's too lot. heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like it is a lot. It's heartbreaking. I mean, but I guess the good thing about it from my end is that now I understand it and I have a different perspective. So it's it's up to me. It's my responsibility to educate myself, and if I can, educate some other people. So shoot, I'm probably gonna. I wish I had been a psychology major now that I had thought about it because I took it in school, but I, I by the time I got to it, I was like, dang, I really, this is fascinating. I would like to do this. I like studying. I like, I love like stuff about the human mind and understanding the human condition and things like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, which, you know, I love my audio and my music and all of that, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't need a, you know, a degree to help people <laughs> you know what i'm saying but i just think that if i had a little more extensive training i would have come to a lot of conclusions a lot sooner but i got i got my own phd in my own life so i, I can say, share that you know i think that like um even th- those who have the phds right the doctors and whoever it still has nothing to do with uh life school Right. And that there's so much that we're not taught. Right. Formally, meaning in schools and even institutions like church. And then at home, there's a lot of things for whatever reason that, you know, our families never shared or taught us or just, you know, certain conversations that were shied away (laughs) from. So the truth is that for most of us, we've had to just figure it out. (laughs) There's so much we've had to figure out on our own. And so. Mm The number one thing that you can do, like you said, is to uh, go inward mm. and deal with your own shit. That's number one. But and how then, do you even know how to deal with your own stuff if you just kind of just going through the same cycle? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you deal with it if you if you you don't know there's a you can't get over a problem until you admit there's a problem? Well, like, yeah, you know? you're absolutely right. Um, and for some, that moment never comes. Or for some, when that moment does come, mm-hmm. um, you know, some people <laughs> run away from it. They don't deal with it, right? A lot of us know the truth, but we run away from it. Mm. We keep ourselves busy. We distract ourselves. We lie to ourselves. Mm. <laughs> Living true. a whole lie. Yo, self-delusion is a crazy, a hell of a drug. Yeah. Ooh, man. So, um, yeah, for it. some people, that it never happens, to be honest, which is sad, but it's true. And that's why we see what we see today but you know typically what we're seeking is seeking us so it's like Mm -hmm. when you want to change and you Mm want to do better like the information finds you or that's when the craziness happens and you're forced to change or whatever you know Mm -hmm. the enlightenment comes whatever Mm -hmm. but you kind of got to want it or come to a realization yeah yeah epiphany yeah yeah so look where can the people follow you at like what if they want to get in touch with you or get some coaching or i mean if that's if you're open to that you know they want to follow you you know yeah absolutely so my personal page because i kind of do two lines of work um is my name adia imani adia underscore imani i m a n i i'm also an educator i have a girls program Mm -hmm. it's an emotional intelligence Mm. life school if Mm. you will i like it um yeah, so if you have young people or if you are a parent with school-age children, I would love your support in that area. I right. give a lot in that way. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, A lot of young girls could use that. Like, 
that's valuable super yeah. so and um it's funny you ask that because i was actually just talking to a parent the other day um and parents deal with a lot so i mm-hmm. would love to you know make myself of use and add value to people's lives mm-hmm. so the name of that organization is poise p-o-i-s-e and we are online under poise education so p-o-i-s-e d-u-c-a-t-i-o-n and I can't spell that right now. I thought that spelled it's du- okay. Ducati, but uh, <laughs> and I'm supposed to be educated. <laughs> well, how so do uh, Poise? Uh, what's the? So the name of the program is Poise Academy. Poise Academy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the name of. The Did I hear a program. D somewhere though? Did you say something else? Yeah, Poise Education is where we are on Instagram oh. and Facebook. I'm Poise a little education. dyslexic right now. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> okay, he's not helping you. I've been. I'm sorry. I've been up since you know two thirty this morning, so I'm a little. My brain is a little fried. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm glad you came through to the show. You know what I'm saying? I've been. I'm trying to get all of my my people on here. You know, shout out to the homie with the HU Move Makers podcast as well. But you know, this is also HU. So, but shout out to my guy. Uh, whose name I won't disclose at this time because I can't think of it right now. Oh, anyway, there's nah. so many of us. I know, it, yeah. Shout out to the whole Howard University alumni. Yeah, and shout out to the students right students. now holding yeah, it down they and really, are. I really can't struggling. Like, I'm so man. proud of them. They deserve the world. They do. They mm-hmm. deserve a whole lot more than I guess the university has the capacity to provide. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, I know because I came through the ranks too, and I understand. So, yeah. housing, scarce housing harsh conditions the hood is around the school i got stuck up before so i get it you know yeah, what i'm saying talk like about it we shoot. should do an episode just on how it one day <laughs> That'll be the but next i need a whole i need a whole lot more people in here to talk about it we though because can you can't do one one two people perspective you know so as much people as i get on here we have our own stories or whatnot so yeah yeah so what else you got for us Oh, I thought we were done. More. Oh, is that it? Oh, okay. I don't know. We I guess we going. are. I mean, you know. We can keep going. I love talking about life. Um, let's see. Hmm. So you're working on you right now. So, yeah, we're about to enter a new year. I'm very big on. Um, deuce. You know how people say, oh, you don't have to wait until the new year to change and blah, blah, blah. And that's really true. Mm-hmm. But I think that I am where I am right now because of the things that I'm going through, right? They just happen. Life happens when it happens. But I also just recently um, had a birthday. So this is like a Happy new birthday. year for me. I don't know if people feel that way, but I just kind of feel like I'm just kind of molding and shaping Mm-hmm. my life a bit more as yeah. i get older so i'm just yeah. being really intentional so yeah that's good intentionality is key homie hell yeah that's the mentality you just be out here doing anything i'm trying to tell you man it's it's not easy but it all starts with one choice like you you intentional about going to get that whatever like whatever your it don't even have to be advice it could be a box of cereal like i had a dream that i had a box of cinnamon toast crunch in my freezer do you know the next day I went to the store to give me a, a box of cinnamon, cinnamon toast crunch? Uh, and I was intentional about it, though. That's the thing. That's I'm just giving a small example. It could be, you know, your favorite drink or your favorite whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I'm just piggybacking on your intentionality. <laughs> uh, you know. It's cinnamon toast crunch. <coughs> it's, it's delicious. I'm sorry. It is. I, cereal. <laughs> I thought about it's the taste and stuff. I was like, oh, I got the habit. The best part is the milk after you eat it. Oh, I got the cinnamon. Cinnamon the milk. Yeah, I like almond milk, so. It's even better. Yeah. 
So, yeah, my whole thing is life is short. It's not that short. It's precious. It's precious. That's a better word because Mm -hmm. I think that um, that contributes to our suffering, this idea that, like, we don't have time and Mm -hmm. time. And part of that is true. You want to respect time Mm -hmm. because time is precious, right, or sacred. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, you can't move through life rushing and having these ideas that you're supposed to be this or have accomplished this by this age that's not really a healthy way to live mm-hmm. um especially yeah man or woman why is it not healthy though um because i think that um people. yeah i think that holding yourself accountable and, and setting goals mm-hmm. is really important to executing them but mm-hmm. If you're just constantly putting pressure on yourself about um, ideas, mm-hmm. right? It's, I mean, if you work for someone, then deadlines are real. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this idea that you're supposed to have X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. by age. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Bless you. I'm sorry, yeah. Age one, two, three. I got something for you. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. But um, uh, that contributes to your suffering. I think that you mm-hmm. have to focus on your work, whatever that looks like, whether it's your self-healing, getting mm-hmm. clear about what you want to do, yes. how much money you want to make, what kind of partner you would like to have in life. Like, focus on those things, mm-hmm. learning yourself, loving yep. yourself. Yep. Um, your worthiness. Yeah. Because you deserve it. Not the deadlines and the yeah. numbers. And yeah. the, that's just silly. Yeah, you got to get your have your mind, your heart, and spirit integrated first. And then everything is coming yeah. in order. So, because you can have all of that, like she said, the dollars, and you won't have no peace or no, you know, self-love or any of those personal inward things that we need to make us up to give us a better outlook, perspective on life every day and the quality of life. The quality of life starts inside of you. And I know all of that sounds cliche, but, like, we really on this mental health thing, we, like, we've... We've taken a hard hit over the centuries. <laughs> it's been centuries, and it's been passed down. Like, I know I'm, I've been doing some reflecting and thinking about my mother and father and some of the things that they dealt with, and I'm having to – I'm realizing that in my adult life, I'm having to fight the battle, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's a hard battle to fight. I'm like, I don't want this for my children, so I'm fighting myself to break the cycle so that I don't have them, my children growing up having to struggle with the same issues that I'm, I'm dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so is that what you mean by fight the battle? Just the things that you're trying to release? and Yeah. I'm doing a lot of self-reflection, a lot of reading, a lot of listening to word sermons and uh, audio books and just all, all manner of things. Because recently I took a hit and I told you guys um, a couple of weeks ago, you know, I was just coming out of a depression and a slump, you know, I don't have it all together. None of us do, but you know what I'm saying? Like I'm really feeling, I was really feeling it the hardest in it. When it, when something affects me in my heart area, it affects everything outwardly. So I didn't have any creativity. I didn't want to get out of bed. I'm sleeping extra long. I'm binge watching TV shows, procrastinating, wasting the time, wasting, wasting the gift that God has given me to use to benefit others on this earth. You know what I'm saying? So that's the battles I'm talking about. So, if you can talk to somebody, get get help, help yourself, read something. I know it's hard out there, but most of all, God is number one. Go to him. Just go to him humbly, you know what I'm saying? And he can pull you out of that, I promise. If he did it for me and I was in the bed for a whole month, out of my mind, like, uh, I can't, I just can't do it. I, I don't want to do it. I don't mm-hmm. want to, 
I don't want to. I don't care. I don't even care. I don't even. I didn't even want nothing no more. I didn't even have no desire for any anything. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm done with it. But <clears throat> but God is so good that He would still keep still keep waking me up because He has something for me to do that's bigger than me. So if you keep waking up in the morning, and Steve Harvey said this, He must got something for you to do. I don't care where you are, how low you feel. I I know. Breezy knows. Breezy cares. All right. Breezy cares. All right. Yeah, that's um. <laughs> hmm. I think uh, two things, right? Um. The way that uh, you know, we, we were just talking about how there's there's so much that we don't learn, um, whether it's informal, educational, informal, right? Like at home. And there's a lot that we have to figure out. And part of that is just um, the truth about what the human experience really is. And I know that that changes over time, right? So the world that, like, our parents lived in isn't necessarily the current world that we lived in. Definitely And it's important to take note of that, right? And that's a lot of what I talk about in my education work Mm -hmm. um, is that we can connect ourselves right with our children and be like hmm i remember when i went through this but the truth is the world continues to change mm-hmm. but in any case um part of the education that we don't receive is just understanding that you know what sometimes like am i allowed to curse on this podcast uh we can believe it out because nah, now you, but you sometimes good. we feel really effed up like okay. we feel really effed up and for some reason um it doesn't even necessarily mean that we are depressed, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we're a depressed person, but we could just be experiencing some depression or we're having a low moment. And, like, that that's okay, you know? We don't, we haven't heard that enough, that, like, it's okay to go through those things, you know what I mean? Because it's part of the human experience. And even when you come from a wonderful background where, like, you come from a family with money and you have all these material things and you have the love, you have the whatever, um... We live in a world that's really, really effed up. And so just being human and understanding that much, sometimes you feel crappy. Like, what kind of world is this? You know what I mean? So I think that essentially all of us feel it, and that's okay. It really is just about having the tools to pick yourself up and keep going. Mm -hmm. And like you said, being able to talk to someone. Like, just having one person that cares means a lot. Just having one person you can talk to. Therapy, of course, is the obvious Mm go-to to to work through those issues because the second part, Mm -hmm. in addition to just not really understanding the human experience enough and giving ourselves grace and, like, trying to build those tools. um, Shoot, what was I going to say? The second thing. um, Oh, gosh, about life, this thing called life. Oh, man, I lost my train of thought. But I think about these things. Uh, a lot but yeah the the mind is what, what you have to stay on top of i had a really good point i met mm-hmm. i can't remember it'll come back to me. uh they talk a lot about the mind in the matrix um not to like pub them up but so why'd you um see was, that today it was very um man it touched on on some intellectual real life stuff that happens in our time, our real time. That was conceived by a black woman originally, I know right? it was, and they yeah. had to pay her those billions of coins because mm-hmm. that was her idea. So, but I'm just saying, like, the the level of um, 
emotion and intellect that it hit on today in terms of our society and how we live. I can't even reiterate it. I'm I'm still processing it, but mainly the thing is the mind thing, and it's like desire, fears, and all of these different things. Like you gotta you gotta stay prayed up, basically. Mm-hmm. The only the only th- I'm gonna go back to it. The only thing that's gonna hit you through. You're going to have to release it to God. He's big enough. He's the only one big enough and strong enough to carry all of that and to give you his yoke, which is light. So spend time with him. If you can, if you don't got a relationship, you know, try to get one. <laughs> just just call on him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So um, I remember what I was going to say. Shoot it. So, yes, um, God is so good. But let me tell you something, the truth about God that um, most of us don't want to experience is that we have to be honest with ourselves. When yeah. we want better yep. and when we want healing and we want these blessings to come, mm-hmm. right? We mm-hmm. want, 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 want. But you know what mm-hmm. we, most of us don't want? To face the truth. We don't want to feel that pain of taking responsibility mm-hmm. for a lot of the things that show up in our lives and mm-hmm. like how we deal with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just but finding... Why not? Why not? Why how come we, we don't want to take responsibility? This is for the people. Well, I, that's kind of the whole point is that truth is really painful. Mm-hmm. And to sit here and admit like, damn, I've gone through all of this because I've allowed it. Or mm-hmm. I'm not where I am because mm. like I haven't really mm. tapped into who I am or I haven't mm. really been consistent. Like, mm-hmm. I think that when we face our truth, mm-hmm. that's when a lot of healing and power. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you're like, oh, how do we change? And it's just like most of us are lying to ourselves. We don't. We really want to change because we don't want to do the work. Yeah. But when you get tired of being sick and tired, I'm telling you, because it, it's not yes. even really up to, like, the uh, justice system and the the man or whatever it is. It's really about being free in your mind first and being completely honest with yourself and doing the work. And you can have anything within reason. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you know that, friend. Yeah. Because you deserve it. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate that, you know, um, sometimes I don't even I don't really know what I want, but you do have to ask yourself what you really want um, and write it down. And answer changes, too. That's yeah, what, it does. what I was saying earlier. It does. <clears throat> it's like, who am I right now? It's changing every day. I know one thing that I I want, but I'm not going to talk about it on there. That's between me and oh. me and my creator. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll talk offline. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. And that's part of why we suffer so much in society. Like, there's just so much we just don't know, honestly. And we've been lied to so much, right? Mm -hmm. Again, these ideas about, like, what we're supposed to have and when and how to get it. And it's like, the truth is, you just have to, like, be your best self and keep going and Mm -hmm. really sit with yourself and really sit with God and, like, ask those questions and all of that. So... So, yeah. Um. You know what I'm saying? You got to do like cut close. If you really want it, get up on it. Talk about the microphone, not the. You're funny. <laughs> so, what else yeah. should we talk about? <laughs> I love these deep conversations. I, I mean, do. we just kicking it. Isn't this, this is not even got to be about no recording and then, you so know, whatever it is, it's going to be out there and we're going to get it out there to the people one day. And, uh, but. 
It's whatever. If we done, we done. So, we not, we not. I mean, I like to talk. That's how I was just like, I can well, keep, keep doing this all night. Well, keep talking. So, another thing mm-hmm. I've been thinking about. Well, okay, just I to finish that point. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So, Honestly. 10 minutes. So, another thing I've been thinking a lot about um, is that so many of us, um, so what I love even about what we're doing right now is having, like, great conversation, um, Mm -hmm. a conversation that can help people. People are entitled to talk about whatever they like to, um, but you have spaces like Clubhouse, for example, that can be really toxic, um, but they also have really valuable conversations where people can learn and share their perspectives and um i think that's really important to just stay uh looking for opportunities to be better to learn to grow um and to be surrounded by people who inspire you because this is the thing um a lot of us don't have the money like mm-hmm. okay you said oh most none of us have it all together and i have to be honest and say that i disagree there are a lot of people who do have it together they may not have accomplished everything mm-hmm. um that they would like to and they mm-hmm. may not um see themselves as the person who they have yet to become mm-hmm. if that makes sense but there are a lot of people who have it together mm-hmm. and that's something else i've been thinking a lot what about what is together though meaning um just at least some forms of stability Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. They may not have as accomplished everything on their list. Mm-hmm. They may not be the person, um, like, a, you know, 100% of the person that they want to be or that they're becoming. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people who are financially stable. There are a lot mm-hmm. of people who have beautiful families. There are a lot of people who are living their purpose. And, mm-hmm. um, again, one of the things I've been thinking about is how I want to be surrounded more by those people. I really am done with right. mediocre friendships and I mediocre was, relationships because how am I going to grow I and get better? I was praying the same thing today. I need to be inspired. Like I, need, I need a circle that's better than me that I can learn. Yes, so I'm going to come do. up higher as my, when I have a circle that's higher. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you but, have no choice but, but to. But we got to be doing the work in the meantime to get up to get there you know what i'm saying yeah so and then take other people with you and that's why i love a person who um will put you on and give you opportunities because we all need help i know man yeah honestly um i've been living in la for about nine months now and i just recently started tapping into howard alumni and i'm like why did i wait so long (laughs) i know right i could be living a totally different life right now like truth be told but um yeah, surrounding yourself with people who um, are, are high vibrational. Let's mm-hmm. just keep it at that. Stay tapped in. It's you know really what I'm important. Yeah, socialize. You know what I'm saying? Get into a group somewhere. Yeah. You know, and um, some type of relationship will form. You know, God will form everything in your life. He's already got the plan. You know what I'm saying? Just watch out for the obstacles. You know, stay prayed up. Ask for discernment. That's number one. You know what I'm Definitely. saying? Definitely. That'll because keep you. Because people. Mm. Yeah they'll save you a lot of time and stay focused like focus is hard it's a lot of stuff pulling at you to distract you you know what i'm saying but you're like they tell you in the in the pyramid schemes what's your why (laughs) you know what i'm saying your why got to be bigger than anything and that's it's true to a certain degree you know what i'm saying not just to rank up in the company or whatever but like just in your rank up in your life homie say with your chest homie and you know what (coughs) gangster out here cuz oh my goodness So you know what else though? That's so true. Like your why, you've got to have a why. That could also be a vision. But you know what else? 
none of that is possible, in my opinion, without a routine. Like, yes, even <clears throat> when we go through our low moments, mm-hmm. if you could at least get out of bed and be like, okay, mm-hmm. let me cook myself a healthy breakfast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shower and mm-hmm. shave. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read a chapter. So while it might feel like, damn, I ain't do but sit around this house today mm-hmm. and just think about all the negativity that I've been through. Mm-hmm. If you can at least establish a routine, that's a lot. Start small. Start, yeah. start with just making up your bed every day and see see what that does for you. Yeah, and, and praying in the morning or meditating, yes, definitely stretching. That. Yes, that. every day, and then mm-hmm. you add a little more. Exactly, and then it, you and you become a slave to the routine. So, you your feelings, or if your feelings try to get involved, you be like, nah, back up there, my G, my hey, big dog, nah, no feelings right here. This the routine. This is the standard. This is my standard. This is what I do every day, and it, pretty soon it'll be second nature. It'll be like breathing you know what i'm saying you don't even think about it wait that's how you be talking to your feelings back up my g no i just said that for the radio for the that's mad funny. for somebody to laugh at no I'm but probably not that, that funny but you know but that makes sense like i kind of wish people would be more expressive like that because what? like no it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. like when you, when you the things that we're talking about in terms of having a routine stretching mm-hmm. praying meditating you know, cooking for yourself, very mm-hmm. simple things that you think may not be significant. Mm-hmm. Um, they really are tools. And so when you have those moments where you feel like, you know what I'm saying, crap, <laughs> mm-hmm. those are tools to pick yourself up. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's not about getting out of bed and feeling crappy. Mm-hmm. No, like life is, it can be really challenging. And sometimes, again, you, you just, life is in waves. Sometimes you're at a low point. Mm-hmm. But the whole goal is to just continue to pick yourself back up yes. and keep going. Yes. And those are the tools. So Please it is do. essentially telling your feelings like, yo, back up, my G, like not today. For real. Like I'm going to be happy. And yeah, because a lot of time it's productive. not it's not the enemy outside. It's the enemy within, which is it another is cliche. almost always. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, I could not get out of bed. I didn't want to get out of bed. The only thing I could really muster myself up to do was bathe or, and, like, go to work. That's all I could do to, like, keep my lights on you know what i'm saying so to speak so i understand i didn't want to get out the bed y'all like you ever had those days where you wake up and you put the pillow over your eyes back again and you go back to sleep like my way of escape was to be unconscious yeah to be I, I, just, I didn't want to die necessarily i just didn't want to like be conscious enough to think about my life and where it was at at that moment mm-hmm. you know and i couldn't talk to nobody about that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i could barely talk to god so like i had to find my ways of escape until i could really process all the way through that thing you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. uh, but i started listening to some messages and i got something from td jakes and he gave a really good message about going from grief to let me pull it up for you because i forgot the title of it but basically it was like you know, you got to go to God and and give it to him. And once you release all of that and you be really real with him, like you can be real. You could be real with, with, with God about anything that you have in your life. When you can't talk to nobody else, I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Please. It's so true. So keep talking um, and I'm going to pull that up for yeah, you. Yeah. Let me no. get that. <laughs> That's the thing too. That's another secret, or that we're not taught. Oh, okay, I got is it. Is that um, sorry, sorry. It's okay. Just really quickly, I was gonna say that's another thing that we are not taught is that um, like, just like happiness, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to really tap in and figure out like 
what makes me happy and sometimes it's not even questioning yourself it's just like appreciating the little things like i look mm. at the butterf this sounds mad corny but i look at the butterflies in my backyard and mm. like the hummingbirds i love seeing those yeah and i i'm like oh my god like this is so amazing it's so precious and it literally makes mm. me happy so mm. yeah. that's i'm that's gratitude but the mm-hmm. other part is staying inspired right it's mm-hmm. like when you want to do big things and you don't really have the motivation mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't come from within mm-hmm. and that like that's a lie you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. oh you're supposed to just be happy you're supposed to stay motivated no sometimes you have to look for the little things mm-hmm. and you have to stay inspired and what do they say faith comes through hearing and hearing by the word of god so yes you have to stay inspired and if you think about the word inspired and how it's spelled it really is in spirit Mm, right come on and so you have to stay there yeah you have to you have to give it to yourself you really do it doesn't just come Mm -hmm. so yeah so the title of that that message you know what i'm saying is called heart full of grief horn full of oil you can check that out on youtube it's by bishop td jakes and that was one of the messages that was helping me get through my process when i was still laying in the bed and hiding from the world hiding from myself like i didn't but the thing is you live you this is your home, your body. You can't escape you. That's the messed up thing. You cannot. Oh, my God. I, w- I wanted to escape, yo. Yeah. Trying to tell you. Oh, but God is so amazing because I'm so glad I'm not there. I'm not even on the thoughts that I was thinking, which was all in my mind. You know, it was just like the continual regurgitation and recycling of all those thoughts. And it was really tormenting. It was really bad, yo. And, like, if you ever been there, man, shoot. That's why you got to be careful with you know with your desires and stuff because one little desire could have you idolizing a person and you get jacked up from self-delusion which we was talking about on the way here (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah lying to yourself yes and that that is exactly the thing is that um you know sometimes you wake up one day and you're like wow i really have been lying to myself and that's that's exactly what i'm talking about is the moment Mm -hmm. that we're willing to stop making excuses and lying to ourselves and making up stories we really can live the life that we say we deserve Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. or at least the one that we desire Mm -hmm. and that's the yeah because you won't have that secret how does that happen (laughs) how does that happen where we get so caught up you know, um, uh, how do we get do we up? completely let the other person off the hook? Because uh, it, it has to be something they're giving us, right? Yeah, I think some it, kind of crumbs they're feeding us to come back. Nah, actually, when you actually when you done, you done. And like I'm I'm at the place where I'm done. And I know, but I mean, um, you mean, when you were in it, like how how like how do we what get to this crumbs? point when? Yeah. Where we where we like idolize people. We love them so much that we lose ourselves because like, it comes from a once again, it comes from feelings of unworthiness. Like your your whole mindset will have you going after a thing or a person or whatever it is. And it's just an idol and a, a man or a thing will let you down. It's it's not real. It's, it didn't wake you up in the morning. It's not telling your heart to breathe. It's not giving you provisions every day. You know what I'm saying? So what is the lie about? Do we lie in terms of what the experience is and we make it, like we make ourselves believe that it's more than what it is? Yes. We try to make it be what it ain't. We try to force, uh, what's that, a square peg in a round hole? 
situation mm-hmm. now you gotta let it come to you don't force it and yeah. that's that's a hard man i'm telling you if you ain't going through it please don't go through it unless you you know what i'm saying like you don't want this lesson you don't want to pay that cost you don't want to be in a situation where i was in you know because so it could take you out uh, you like you do you know you could really you could literally die from a broken heart yeah of course that happens all the time so especially with older people and their spouses that like they i mean i thought that like the thing is let me tell y'all you think that the thing is that important and it do be because it's in your mind and i know you chase after it and you want it and you're like man but i thought this was supposed to be you know my therapist told me what about she was like supposed to is a cuss word you know what i'm saying nothing is supposed to be anything nothing is guaranteed like that you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. Like you were saying earlier, how do we get? I thought I was supposed to be rich by this time. Like I was like when I was a kid, I think I was like four, playing with my cars. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be rich when I get older. I'm I'm still not there yet. Mm-hmm. I nobody told me how to get there. I'm I'm trying yeah. to figure it out on my own. Like at this age now, yeah. you know, testing trials and different things like that. But um, yes. just don't lie to yourself and don't chase after. Things. Don't chase after. Don't go chasing waterfalls as the. Uh, the ladies so, of TLC would say. So I, um, I think everything you're saying is really admirable. Uh, Jason, not I said Jason. Oh, okay. Right. Um, it's always admirable, right, when we say we don't want people to suffer mm-hmm. from the things that we did, or in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like kind of like going to school. It's yeah. like, oh well, go to school, get a degree, and then you look back at your life and you're like why like for this you know what i mean so when we say these things like what are we actually talking about because i know from my experience right i have this girls program right i don't want these young ladies to go through a lot of the things that i went through and you know i really didn't have a traumatic life but i don't want them to um have to learn a lot of things on their own and so when I talk about young girls uh, avoiding some of the same mistakes, what I realized for me personally, again, because this is just my truth and I'm not afraid to share it mm-hmm. um, because this is how I'm creating my best life through my best self, mm-hmm. um, is that um, we do a lot of things out of, uh, like you said, lack of worthiness, mm-hmm. um, low self-esteem, mm-hmm. uh, feelings of loneliness. Yeah. Um, feelings of boredom right being bored Mm -hmm. having nothing better to do or no better options quote unquote Mm -hmm. um and every time we make those choices right because this is the thing we say one thing and then we do another or we accept another Mm -hmm. and so when we talk about people not making these mistakes Mm -hmm. i feel like (laughs) bless thee thank you how do we do that um but also i mean i guess everybody has to go through their own journey so if that's a choice that you want to make i mean i'm I'm only telling you you know to do things i'm only giving advice on what not to do because i know how much it hurts i know how how hard it is to be tormented in your mind and in your spirit your soul like everything about you just wants to cave in and I, I don't want any I don't want that for anybody. You know what I'm saying? That man. But at the end of the day, if you can when you come through it, and I hope you get through it, you'll have some you'll have some valuable pearls. It's not all bad. It's even though 
it's a jacked up moment. It's just a moment. And people will tell you this is just passing through. But I'm telling you from somebody who's just gone through it. Like, yo, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and called according to his purposes. So he can take whatever happened that was bad and make it good. Like, it's not going to – he doesn't waste anything. He doesn't waste a tear. He bottles up everything. He bottles up every pain. And don't let me get in my, in my emotions right now because I, oh. I feel it coming on. But I ain't about to do it. You know what I'm saying? No, but, I mean – but yeah, um, everybody got their journey, but I just, I would like to spare you, you know, you don't want to pay the cost of that. I so. think, yeah. And again, that's, that's really admirable. That's what my mama told me one time. She said, it's a song by Regina Bell called If I Could, <coughs> I'd Try to um, Shield Your Innocence from Time. She dedicated that to me and my sister when I was like 11, man. So shout out to moms. Oh, I love you, mom. That's really sweet. Music is such a great gift. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm not asking the right question, but if I, if I could offer any value to people, it would be that, um, just be honest with yourself. If you're saying that you want X, Y, and Z, stop, uh, stop the temporary entertainment and shenanigans, you know, and just really stay aligned with what it is that you want. Um, yeah, so that's really it. Um, everyone has a different story. They have different trauma. They have different family backgrounds, different gifts, different strengths, different weaknesses. Um, but I think part of why what we say we want continues to run from us oftentimes um, is because we're not we're just not aligning ourselves with what it is that we say that we want. And if we say we want X, Y, and Z, then why are we doing A, B, C? You know what I mean? So that's just something I think about often, especially having entered my new year, is that I really want to make sure that who I say I want to be is in alignment with uh, the things that I'm doing and the way that I'm thinking, right? So like you were talking about money. Mm -hmm. Money is very important, especially to men. Like financial stability is a really big deal because women expect men to, you know, like you said, have it all together. Um, and so that's a lot of pressure. And I don't think any adult wants to be broke, you know, as a woman. Like, I don't want to be broke. Even if I met a man tomorrow, you know, that can take care of me, that's wonderful. But I still want my own money and my own fulfillment. You know what I mean? That's just important. I think it should be important to yeah, your own any mission. woman. Yeah. yeah. But you can't just say that, right? Mm -hmm. So one, a clear example, when we say we want things... Are we behaving and aligning ourselves, right? How am I spending my money? Am I mm -hmm. investing it? Am I multiplying it in some way, right? Am I learning more about it? So those are just some of the things um, mm -hmm. that I'm saying when we say, oh. Yeah. I think it I think it comes with um, maturity as well. Like, Of course. I think, like, um, you know, I, kids, you know, when you're, you know, 12 to whatever, 18, like, if you come from like a sheltered environment and your parents do everything for you, um, it can be kind of scary to kind of like get yourself out there, even though you want to be independent, you want to be independent in their house and you hate following their rules and all of that yeah. stuff. But I think what will really mature you and help you to like take the lessons that your folks give you, whether you're in a single home or a two parent home or staying with big mama or with big daddy, whatever, like getting out there in your own, and getting your own independence, whether it be going to school and or moving into your own apartment or something, like that'll help you like budget your money better and you'll see 
like what your priorities are versus what you want and then figure out like why you want these things in the first place is it superficial like do you really need it like i think about that type of stuff like like when i'm um you know when i'm spending my own money like okay what's the priority okay i gotta keep the roof over my head and i gotta make sure my car note is paid like that's priority number one so that those things can i can continue to live the the lifestyle that i have even if it's not like buying a new pair of shoes like i don't like now that i'm a little bit older like okay yeah i would kind of like a new pair of shoes you know what i'm saying but it's not really high on the priority list because you know right now i'm in a place where i'm working a lot and i'm building you know what i'm saying so those things are not as important so you you kind of get that you you know getting your groceries and and you know putting gas in your car whatever the case may be like those Can things become a, a little bit more important so I'm j- i would just say hold on i would just say like getting out there on your own will kind of mature you into you know figuring out what's high on the priority list responsibility wise versus your wants you know what i'm saying and and at the end of the day you'll figure out you know you buy all of that stuff what if what if they gave you ten thousand dollars to go on your shopping spree like after you get all of that like you're really still not going to be satisfied because it's always going to be some more sh- that comes out so you that you're going to want that i want i would want that so go ahead what's, what's your question no i mean you're preaching adulting is a real thing i mean <coughs> i don't recommend it trying to be fly stay, stay a kid as long as you can man i just say get money like get money but and the sooner you get no, it the better which yeah. is why tapping into yourself is important because yes. you want to be able to make it through like your purpose no dirty money um yeah you want to have like in inner wealth and then you want to have wealth that you have tangibly but what is it really for because when you die, it goes to somebody else anyway. So make sure that you have, you develop, you look inside yourself and you find a mission. You find something you can do that you would do for free. You know what I'm saying? Like money is important to a certain degree, but make sure you, you know you're trying to get it for the right reason. But a lot of um, people who make money, especially um, black people from immigrant communities, there are a lot of folks who are doctors and lawyers and. Mm-hmm engineers because it's what their families told them to do so it's mm-hmm. like i don't and i don't know that that's their purpose but they're sure yeah. as hell doing well for themselves and mm-hmm. able to live lives that a lot of people that's because don't. that's because why so is it that's because are we always that's because sh- focusing the Im- on our purpose like no. i don't know what i'm saying is not to cut you but the immigrants they come from a place where it's not the land of milk and honey yeah like you know what I'm saying? When I went over to Jamaica, it's not milk and honey. It's houses that started getting built that never got finished by the ocean. I'm like, nigga, yeah. are you serious? That's real. So I get it. Like, when you come over here and that's what you're supposed to, you're told to do, it's like, so you can not have to live in this type of um, country, this type of environment, this type of nothingness. But I just say you know that because like, um, coming from New York, to be honest, especially when... <laughs> Especially when it comes to a lot of the men, uh, they're doing really well for themselves. And some days I question, like, well, are you happy? Because that's the thing is that mm-hmm. for a man to lead um, a family, like, hopefully he's happy. Like, I just, I personally wouldn't want an unhappy man leading my household. But I do wonder about that. But my question was actually um, this. So we, L.A. is a very interesting culture. It's not a monolithic culture. No. It's like many different cultures. Poly, um, yeah, poly, something. <laughs> yeah, it's polycultural out here. 
many layers to this. So I have a question, right? Because one of the things that I learned over the years visiting. Sorry, not polyamorous. That's something else. Yes, not, definitely not polyamorous. <laughs> so um, visiting here over the years, uh, again, I observed a lot. I've learned a lot. And the materialism here is real. Um, we actually went to school with someone who I won't name. Not that you might know him, but um, he came to, he's from the east coast but he came to la to visit and we hung out we went to a lot of the spots that he used to go to and um it was cool but one of the things that he admitted was yeah um when i lived here i would take an uber okay and i would go out First of all, he would order the Lux Uber. I don't know what it's called, but it's like the luxury cars um, line. And so he would take one of those uh, and pull up to whatever spot. Girl, bless you. So he can appear like he uh, is someone. Mm. And it worked for him. Mm. He would hop out of a Benz or whatever. Damn. Yeah, and they're like, oh, now, you know, he oh. has their attention. Mm-hmm. So my question for you is I'm like, when did the question even get here? Oh, oh. <laughs> is that the timer? That's right on time. <laughs> that means. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's perfect. I love it. I didn't even have to edit that in. Uh, the question is. Oh, did it cut off? No, I'm oh. waiting for the question. So question? Well, he was just in his phone, so he missed the whole no, build up. I, but I anyway, the, I did not. My question, I got everything. Get so here. my question is, um, when it comes to L.A., you're saying that like, oh, I got to get groceries and this, that, and the third. But the truth is, I feel like a lot of people are, um, the people who are more materialistic mm-hmm. and money conscious come across as um, more successful. So what do you think about investing in material things um as a way of investing in yourself to get somewhere do you believe in that they come across as more what was the word you said uh successful successful? Mm -hmm. i mean that has to do with like having some emptiness or brokenness inside of you if you want to appear that way like wanting to look look nice and look well for yourself that's great you know what i'm saying um I don't mind looking good when I go out, but everything is not the super tagged. I just like to look nice. Like I've learned over the years how to how to look nice. You know what I'm saying? When I when I step out and people they compliment it, they feel it. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't. How, you said how do I feel about? Wait, what's how? It was so many parts in there. How do I feel about what? The question was, how do you feel about people investing in themselves through material items? And oh, you oh, okay, not in the companies, not in the companies that they bought it from, but investing in themselves by buying these material things for their bodies on the outside, the external. Yes, because I'm talking about LA culture specifically. I don't know everybody who does that because there's so many people, like millions. I think it's like almost 20 million people in this this, uh, city. In, in the city and the surrounding suburb areas, all these cities. So I can't tell you that. I can only tell you when I go to these, like, day parties, you know, in the summer when I go to Kiss and Grind and to the Afrobeats parties. Like, um, I mean, but black people, we fly like that. We like to step out. We like to show. We It's our peacock feathers. Um, it's, I don't, I don't, you know what? I can't tell you 
because every situation is different and everybody's mentality is different. I can't, it's not like I could read every, okay, this person right here, they such and such and such and such. Oh, this person, oh, okay, I see this is how they feel about themselves. This is why they do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't really tell you. You can only, you can only know that if you studied each person, if you could study a group of people, those same people every single day and know their whole, not their whole story, but kind of how they move right now in their lives, like what they doing every day. That's the only way I could, how do I feel about them investing in themselves? I mean, if they want to look good and they, it depends on like why they bringing it out to the people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're doing that for somebody else, like it, it, it's, it might be something, something broken in you. I don't know if you feel like you got to please people instead of, you know, finding, knowing your own worthiness and, and you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's not me. But, like, when I'm in work mode, like, sometimes I do Uber, y'all. I got a uniform. <laughs> you know, I wear my cargos and my Crocs. And, like, um, it's both. Come on now. Oh. <laughs> uh, semantics. Definitely. <laughs> Technicalities. But, you know, I, I got a hoodie on and, and, my, and my Laker hat. Like, that's my uniform because, like, I'm in work mode. I don't have to get out of my car. And if I do, I'm going to the grocery store. I, like, I went to the see the movies. Like, I don't care what people think about me. I don't have to. Sometimes I come out and I got on my like my gold chain with my you know the with the diamonds in it and stuff with my bracelet. That's when I'm feeling really good about myself that day and I just want to look good. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, I don't be really having no jewelry on. I just I'm like yo, I gotta do what I gotta do because I'm in adulting world. I'm not the the Walton family that got the billions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm doing what I got to do, and your, your worth don't come from the stuff that on, the, on the outside. Your worth comes from your creator who created you in the first place, who, who owns everything, a cattle on a thousand hills. Your worth comes from him. Your identity comes from God alone, not your chain or your sneakers or your whatever dress or whatever kind of wardrobe you got. It don't matter if you get out of the uh, Uber XL to look like somebody. You are somebody without that. So get out of here. That's what I think about it. I think you are somebody already. Now you need to open up your eyes and realize that, that that's who you are. That you need to love yourself. And I know it's hard. But please talk to somebody. Get a, I know it's somebody in your life that love you. Tell them what's, what you're going through. Have them pray with you. Something like. I'm about to get in tears right now. Oh man, I didn't, I didn't mean to. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying because I know because that's I how. Kind of gone in a different direction, but um, I you that, made me go is, there. That is all truth. You made me go there. Like no, I don't. I don't believe in investing in yourself if it's for the wrong reason. If you're doing it to please somebody else, do it to please yourself. Do let your lifestyle be pleasing to your creator i'm gonna bring it up again i don't i i know it's probably gonna be people who don't even believe in the same god i do but that's that's what it is you know what i'm saying and i feel strongly about that i'm learning that it's about loving yourself and pleasing your lifestyle being pleasing to him so that's all i gotta say drop the mic (sighs) what else you got for me shoot that's it thank you so much so had a great conversation yes thank you for coming coming by stopping by you know what i'm saying i had a good time this was a good talk um (laughs) yeah so um this has been the old niggas that had a podcast where we some old niggas but we still got it you know what i'm saying we don't really got to say that it's kind of like an oxymoron type of thing but you know what i'm saying we we leveling up 
on the inside and the outside will manifest. So once again, Adia Amani, where can the people follow you? What you got going on? I am online. At where? Under Adia underscore Imani, A-D-I-A underscore Imani, I-M-A-N-I. Uh-huh. And my girls program is called Poise Education, one word. Yes. Yeah. And that's on Instagram, right? Yes, on Instagram and okay. Facebook. And Facebook. Well. Okay. It's really the only Website coming soon in 22. Hey. Well, Boys, Boys has a website, oh, as nice. I mentioned before. Okay. So you can head on over to social media and just click the link to uh-huh. find it. But it's called Poise Academy. Poise Academy. Okay. And I am El Breezy Baby. You know what I'm saying? That's my, that's that's me. But if you want to follow me on Instagram, I am at Sir, S-U-R, underscore, L-E, underscore, black. Sir Lay Black. It's my name, y'all. Anyway, that's our time. Follow me on Instagram. I got music out there if you want to just jam. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, H-U yeah. in the building, as H-U. always. You know what I'm saying? Shout, Shout out. Uh, we love y'all, man. We hope you was able to take some nuggets from this today. And remember that you are somebody and your wealth and your identity is inside you. It comes from your creator. All right? We out of here. Peace. Peace. Self-love is the best love.